The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week we discuss social security increases, inflation plateau, and bank earnings. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. Another increase in Social Security benefits next year and 2024's increase will exceed the 20-year average. How much will Social Security payments go up? Where does the number come from? And will it really help offset a higher cost of living? The Social Security Administration, the federal government agency that oversees the benefits, announced a 3.2% cost of living adjustment, or COLA, for 2024. That's over half a percent above the 2.6% average for the last two decades. The increase will add more than $50 to the average monthly benefit of just about $1,800, according to the Social Security Administration. The once-a-year inflation adjustment began in 1975 under a formula made into law by Congress. The COLA is calculated by averaging together the Consumer Price Index for July August and September, and then comparing that figure with the same data last year. Generally, those who receive Social Security benefits are notified by mail in early December about their new benefit, which they can also view online at socialsecurity.gov backslash my account. The adjustment will provide some relief to more than 70 million retirees and disabled workers who have felt the pain of higher prices due to inflation. Some retirees may be disappointed after last year's 8.7% increase, which was the largest in 40 years. However, 2024's COLA suggests that prices are more stable this year than last year, and price stability is definitely preferred to a large cost of living increase. Still, older adults remain pessimistic about their finances, according to a new retirement survey by the Senior Citizen League. That survey was conducted from January through September and included more than 2,000 participants. More than two-thirds of those surveyed reported that their household expenses remain at least 10% higher than one year ago. Not surprisingly, retirees who do not have additional income from retirement accounts or a pension feel like they are worse off financially compared to those who do, according to a recent report by the Federal Reserve Board. Inflation moderated in September as energy prices eased from the previous month and used car prices continued to decline, according to the latest data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Has inflation plateaued? The Consumer Price Index, or CPI, showed inflation rose 0.4% last month and 3.7% over the prior year through September, a deceleration from August 0.6% month-over-month increase 
and in line with August's 3.7% annual increase. Both measures were slightly higher than economist forecasts. On a core basis, which strips out the cost of food and gas, prices in September climbed 4.1% over last year, a slowdown from the 4.3% annual increase seen in August. Monthly core prices rose 0.3% on par with August. Both core measures met economist expectations. So, have prices plateaued? Many economists don't see Thursday's CPI report as justifying another rate increase from the Fed, with expectation being that inflation will continue to decline in the coming months. Some economists are now predicting weaker economic growth next year that will result in rates being cut much more aggressively next year than financial markets currently expect. Following the release of the data, markets give an almost 90% chance the Federal Reserve keeps rates unchanged next month, according to data from the CME Group. The Fed meets again on November 1st. J.P. Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo, and Citigroup announced earnings Friday. Predictions were pessimistic amid concerns of bond portfolio losses, compressed margins, and lower loan activity. Did Friday the 13th reveal spooky results for some of the biggest banks in America? Profits at J.P. Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo, and Citigroup rose in the third quarter, with the largest banks showing remarkable resiliency despite economic headwinds caused by continued inflation, which have plagued smaller banks. J.P. Morgan, the country's largest lender, reported earnings which were up 35% from this time last year. Profits at Wells Fargo were up 61% from a year ago and 2% at Citigroup. Profits, though, fell at regional bank PNC in a sign that smaller lenders are having more difficulty in the current economic environment. Not all was rosy in the earnings reports. For example, J.P. Morgan took a $1.5 billion write-off for bad loans this quarter, more than double the amount compared to the year ago. That signals that consumers and businesses are having more problems paying their debts. J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie Dimon noted that while consumers and businesses are relatively strong, that continued inflation and increasing interest rates will challenge the economy. Today's results kicked off a closely watched earnings season because banks of all sizes have to show how they are navigating higher interest rates and the associated challenges. Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, and a number of regional banks report their earnings next week. Next week, we discuss the state of the housing market. A data drop is coming, which will tell us a lot about the health of real estate amid 8% mortgage rates. Join us next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening, and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.